From the Ingle Studio, this is Cherokee Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. Welcome to another edition of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BGA Group. He's Griffin Callahan with Cherokee Tribune Ledger. Griffin, how are you, man? It's going well. Uh, you know, we're in the thick of everything now where everything matters so much more in the region schedule. And we had four county teams play each other last Friday, and, and that certainly didn't disappoint. Yeah, it seems like it. So let's actually, let's jump right into it. Last week's games, you know, what you see, you know, what stood out to you, what you got for us this uh, this week? Yeah, well, we'll start with the game that, that I was at last Friday, you know, Creekview in Etowah. Creekview beat Etowah 23-9, to, to nine, and Creekview trailed 9-6 at the half, but it was a big second half for them, and, you know, they scored 17 points to get the win there, and they had two long touchdowns, both were over 40 yards, and the defense had a great night as well. Reed Anderson and those guys containing the run game, not allowing the big plays. So other than 152-yard touchdown run by Xavier Mahoney uh, before he got hurt, and Sequoia and, and River Ridge played as well. And the other county game, Sequoia beat River Ridge 35-28. And for Sequoia, I mean, it's just another close win for them. They just keep showing up late in games. And Bretton Darling and Jackson Hancock each had an interception. and the Knights led 28 to 21 late, but they just couldn't hold on as Sequoia you know, was able to get that rally. And our other game you know, last week was River Ridge and Woodstock and you know, Rome, or Rome and Woodstock. Uh, Rome beat Woodstock 59 to 7. And, you know, it's not far off exactly from what we expect. You know, Rome is the heavy favorite to repeat as region 6-6A champs and Woodstock you know, still heavily in, in rebuild mode on their end. But they did score and they did do some good things in the passing game. Their quarterback, Peyton Lynch, you know, he's relatively efficient, competing 16 of 27 passes for 124 yards and a touchdown. And this will be our, our last week without Cherokee playing as they uh, they come in off of a two-week bye. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it seems like one of the big headlines from last week is obviously the Mahoney injury, tough break for him. Have you have you heard anything? What's going on with him? What What's the prognosis? And I'm also curious how the team is feeling. That's got to be a big blow. Yeah, it definitely is. And when I talked to Coach Kemper after the game on Friday, you know, he was just really upset for him because Mahoney was really having a great season and it's just a huge blow to Etowah's offense and its playoff hopes as a whole. Um, we haven't heard anything on on what the prognosis is yet, but you know, he was on crutches on the sideline and mm-hmm. the vibe was was pretty low. It it did not look super great, but if he can't return this season, you know, that offense is really going to have to figure something out there. And, um, you know, as for replacing you know, running back Reese Ware too, I mean, he tore his ACL a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And so now they're out without their top quarterback and running back. So, you know, that's, that's just a really tough scene for them over there. And the quarterback situation is, is really in flux. You know, Jack Strickland, who's the backup and actually led them to a win earlier this season was on the sideline with his wrist wrapped up and he didn't play last week. So that's going to be something definitely to watch for for this team going forward. And you know, with the Sequoia and Creekview, you know, that's another big story there. And they're both on four game win streaks, and and every game for Sequoia, especially, is magnified after the zero and two start. And they've continued to really survive in these close games. The defense last week shined again. They had two interceptions, four sacks, six tackles for loss, and and you know Jackson Hancock is up to three interceptions this season, and. Taiwo Gandele is up to four sacks and, and seven tackles for loss. And Coach Teeter said the momentum is really high in that locker room and, and that experience of close games. It gives them a ton of confidence when, when they get into the fourth quarter. And the defense for Creekview especially has stepped up over these last few weeks. 
They're also riding tons of momentum after holding these last two games. They've held Alatuna to 14 points and Etowah to nine. That's that's something really to, to look out for going forward. And for Cherokee, you know, they've had two weeks off. Uh, Rust will be a real concern here after being off for fall break and then the, the schedule by last weekend. Uh, quarter, quarterback Tanner Savas here has had a good year so far, other than some turnover issues. Uh, he's over a thousand yard passing and they've had some decent games running the football too, as well. And Christian Irwin over 260 yards, a couple touchdowns, you know, over four yards of carry. So that offense is going to be something to watch coming out and we'll see if they can shake off that rust. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. We'll all be watching. All right. So looking forward to this week's games, what matchups are exciting you and what makes them intriguing? Yeah, I mean, we got another county game here this week. River Ridge is heading to Creekview, and you know, this is a game that River Ridge would really like to have after last Friday's game slipped through its fingers. Uh, and with Creekview's defense, after what they've done the past few weeks, it will definitely be a threat to River Ridge's offense. But for the Knights, you know, Camden Cox establishing that run game and, and Spectre moving it through the air, they could find some success there. But you know, that, that's a good defense over there. And with Rome, Rome's heading to Sequoia. And you know, this is definitely Sequoia's toughest test yet. Rome took it to them last year, but maybe it can be different this time around. You know, Coach Teeter is just looking to get this one into the fourth quarter. And, and with that experience winning games late, I mean, four straight close wins, you know, that could be a significant factor here. And you know, it was on a bye, and, and Alatuna is heading to Woodstock. And this is one of the more winnable games, I think, for Woodstock on its schedule left. I mean, they'll be motivated and, and frustrated after last week's big loss to Rome. And I think this will definitely be one to watch as the Wolverines can maybe get a second win here. The Cherokee and Wheeler, that's the Cherokee's first region game. Wheeler beat them by two scores last year. So Cherokee's out for some revenge and it's a region 5-7A opener and one, you know, only losing to North Atlanta. So that'll be, that game will tell us a lot about how Cherokee is going to be this season. Definitely, definitely. Do you have any predictions or feelings on what the playoff picture is going to look like now that we're into region play or no? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, at the beginning of the year and, and even a couple of weeks ago, I had Etowah in the playoffs. Um, but I think to me, that really is going to be decided over these next few weeks. And without their top quarterback and, and running back, things can get a little shaky over there. But we'll just have to see. Um, and Sequoia, I think, is still a pretty heavy favorite to make the playoffs uh, as well as Rome and, and Creekview has had a great start. And so I think you know, River Ridge and Etowah will be fighting for that fourth and final spot. Definitely. All right. That sounds great, Griffin. Well, that's going to about wrap up this first segment here. We have some interviews on the other side of this break. Uh, you you did an interview with Sequoia head coach, James Teeter and the Creekview head coach, Trevor Williams. And again, I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. That's Griffin Callahan, the Cherokee Tribune Ledger, and we will see you on the other side of this break. When a loved one passes and the emotion and grief sets in, Darby Funeral Home is more than there for you. What they'll do next is design you a healing experience. Their peaceful and intimate setting becomes a place where people find closure, renewal, and togetherness. Since 1961, Darby Funeral Home in Canton has been creating this experience of healing. Get in touch with them at 770-479-2193 and let them arrange your personal service. That's 770-479-2193 or darbyfuneralhome.com. If you need legal representation, hire a firm that will fight for you. The Heller Law Firm is a trusted choice for legal representation. With extensive experience, awards, and high ratings, they have a proven track record in handling challenging cases. 
They understand the local legal system, setting proper expectations and developing effective strategies. The firm is also committed to community support. For a fighter on your side, contact the Hiller Law Firm at 770-345-1130. That's 770-345-1130. Or visit jeffhellerlaw.com. Give them Heller. This is Cherokee Tribune Sports Editor Griffin Callahan, and I spoke with Sequoia coach Shane Steeter and Creekview coach Trevor Williams this week about their upcoming matchups and the current state of their teams through the first six games of 2023. So it looks like you guys scored a, a season high in points last week. It was a fourth straight win. How good do you think the guys played? All of our kids played really good all around. I mean, there were some points in the game where we need to get a little better, where we kind of lagged a little bit, but for the most part, overall, I thought everything went real well. Yeah, and how much momentum do you think this team has right now, and how good are they playing overall? Um, I think the momentum's high. Um, I think our belief in what we're doing is high. Um, but they know that there's still a lot of season left, and there's a lot of games left that are very important, just as much as the last one was. So I think their focus is on just what's up this week. Okay. And the biggest challenge yet, you know, this week in Rome, how do you approach this game? It's kind of the same as we had the last few. I mean, every game we've played for us, I guess, has been a big one since when you start 0 2. But um, they're well coached and they're very athletic. So we, we will have our hands full, but we just got to find a way to keep ourselves in it. We feel like we get in the fourth quarter with most people that we give ourselves a chance. So that'll be the same kind of philosophy we have this week. Okay. And with all this experience and close games, you know, do you feel good about your chances when you do get to the fourth quarter in these games? Yeah, I, I thought that helped us the other night. That was kind of our mindset when they went up and took the lead uh, there late in the third quarter um, that we were kind of been in this situation before. And so don't panic. And I don't think our kids did. I thought they handled it really well. And then, you know, found a way to get the big turnover there at the end to kind of set us up to score and win. So you guys got River Ridge this week, uh, important region game. How do you match up with them? And what do you think the keys are? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, the keys for us is, is how well can we execute? You know, they, they do a really good job. Coach Collins over there coaches his guys up, and they make you earn everything you get. So for us, it's getting back to fundamentals and basics, take care of the football, be able to establish the run game a little bit, uh, and then defensively, you got to contain the big play. You know, they've got – wide receivers that can hurt you the running backs really really good and you know now they've they've found some some running lanes with the quarterback as well so uh they make you defend the whole field and our guys are going to have to stay assignment responsible and, and get after the football okay yeah and are there any areas you know, you've seen over the past few weeks that you're you want to get your guys to improve on just continuing to get better week after week uh you know i think it's important as you go through a long season to keep your eyes on the prize and just continue to get better. I think it's easy to, uh, you know, get get distracted or, or think that, that you've arrived or whatever. And, and just challenging those guys to find something to improve on week after week is, is important. And our seniors have done a great job of that. Yeah. And three straight wins now. You, know, you guys are building momentum. How well is this team playing right now? Uh, you know, it's, it's nice that, that our guys, they're finding ways to win. They're, they're winning games in different ways. You know, one week it's, it's the run game on offense. The next week, uh, you know, we're able to throw it and, and gain some yards through the air. And then defensively, uh, just those guys get better and better every week. And um, so it, it's nice to see. But, 
you know, we were in the same spot a year ago and, and got to this game and, and it didn't go our way. So we're trying to make sure we stay focused and, and locked in on this one. Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace, but you'll be relying on it soon enough with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Daco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. All right, thanks for listening to another uh, week of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito. That's Griffin Callahan from the Cherokee Tribune Ledger, and we will see you next week. See you later, Griffin. Have a good week, brother. Thank you, too. You've been listening to Cherokee Football Friday, a presentation of the Cherokee Tribune Ledger and the BG Ad Group.